Stream Anime Radio. Number seven. I can't believe we've gone this far. Welcome everybody to season seven premiere of the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. It is February the 8th, 2023. I am JR. Joining me on the other side of this border, which is also an international border, is Mr. Neff Kanak. Hello, sir. How you doing? Good evening, sir. How are you? Oh, boy, I, I think I'm over the jet lag now. <laughs> uh, you think? Oh, I, yes. Um, I'm still kind of napping I don't, from time to time. I don't know if it's because of uh, still recovering from uh, you know, being uh, the other side of the world or just the fact that I'm getting old. It could be a combination of both. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say a little from column A, a little from column B, especially because you were flying in economy. Well, no, 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 no. We'll we'll get back to that. And that noise you just heard, folks, was our third guest, is our third guest. Say hello to my Japan companion, Bree. Hi, Bree. Hey, guys. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, We're honored, and I'm honored especially, that you could join us tonight uh, so we could... uh, Spill the beans and tell everybody about what we thought of uh, your trip number one and my trip number five. So, um, one word. What's what's that? So one word at least is amazing. We'll yeah. start there. Yes. <laughs> um, just real quickly before we get into the meat and potatoes. Uh, once again, this is Extreme Anime Radio. And we are starting Season 7 of the podcast. We are now into our third year of podcasting, if I'm not mistaken, Neff. That sounds about right. Yeah, time flies. <laughs> so, so do you. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> uh, well, special thanks to our Anchor listeners and Spotify viewers and Twitch viewers and YouTube viewers. Um, once again, if you're listening to us, um, please check us out in the video landscape by going to us on, uh, Twitch or on Spotify or on YouTube. And if you're watching us, you can podcast us wherever you are. Go to anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. 
uh, or wherever you listen to your uh, podcasts. Uh, Flax thinks it, it's the fourth year that we're podcasting. Maybe it's the third year we're on Twitch. Three years on Twitch. We started in, did we start in 2020? Just right. before things went bluey, right? That that was right when things went bluey, right. Okay, yeah, so 2021, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, this You started in okay. 2020. Yeah, so neither of us can count. <laughs> So 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. That makes. Well, we've been doing it for three years total from start to now. That's what I meant. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Bree was correcting you earlier because we flew premium economy. Ooh. So you weren't quite shoved in like sardines. No, but there were a few times where I felt like, uh, you know, my hip was getting in the way of things. Mm, take it from someone who's been there and done that. Yeah, you're going to find that out. <laughs> so we landed in Tokyo and we had our electronic paperwork all taken care of. Um well, we just walked out of the plane and kind of walked uh, right into the airport then, Bree, didn't we? Yeah, it only took like, I don't know, five minutes. Right. It was crazy. Right. I would say five minutes for um, immigration, uh, not even that much for customs, and then baggage claim is always the longest wait, apparently. Uh, no matter where you are in the world baggage claim <laughs> you saying Bree? that took way too long right both ways yeah so i'm gonna ask when you say way too long can you give our listeners a rough estimate when uh, you landed in japan how long it took let's see uh waiting for the luggage in japan Bree, i would say what 20 to 30 minutes 30 minutes more like 30 and uh the um when we landed in lax it was like 20 minutes right it felt longer than that <laughs> well you're probably right then yeah okay uh, all i can say is come to pearson <laughs> bring a lunch when you're waiting for your <laughs> luggage <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a note of that because, unfortunately, um, I've already packed away a lot of the stuff uh, for Neff. Uh, I've shipped stuff out for uh, Liz uh, and for a few other people. I've sent stuff back to Bree that was in my luggage and we forgot to put in her luggage because of uh, the way I bought them. We avoided the consumption tax and everything. So, um so yes, there's, there there are some things in there enough for the charity auction. I hope you can put them to good use. There's also one thing in there for yourself. Okay. So uh, uh, the, the way you say that and your facial expression makes me go, I can probably have to open this live on air, and it's probably going to be one of those moments where I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to throttle you, Jr. when I get my hands on you the next time. <laughs> All I'm going to surprise. Yes. All I'm going to say is this. When you open the package, Neff, 
mm-hmm. and you look at the contents, mm-hmm. you will know what is for the charity auction, and you will know what is yours. Okay, that could that could be construed in many ways. Some of them rather scary. So I'm like, hmm. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Um, wow, Bree, we we had so much that we did in the about two weeks that we were there. Um, we had a little bit of a snowstorm in Kyoto that kind of throttled things back for a little while, but we kind of made do by treacherously crossing the street and going into Kyoto Station and then just going into, uh, you know, shopping and eating mode there for the day. Yeah. But, um... Okay, I-, I saw the photos, JR, and I'm going, okay, as a Canadian, <laughs> I would be slightly insulted that that, that that amount of snow would shut things down, except I remember, Japan doesn't get that level of snow, and yeah, if you're not used to that, everything stops oh yeah um but uh yeah no salt spreaders no snow plows and we kind of had to tiptoe our way across the road and try to make it across before the uh you know we the the timer to cross ran out and i'm going to ask this only because it, it it would intrigue me with your condition i'm sure you weren't you know at a dead sprint trying to cross either right no, our dead sprint was trying to make a bullet train that I miscalculated on the departure time. Ooh. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> well, at least one of you had fun, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That was that was on the day we went to Okayama and to... Um, and to Himeji, I think. I want to see if I have one of these. I don't think... I must have cleaned out my wallet. Uh, but a lot of this ticketing for the bullet trains we did electronically now. So we used an app uh, to buy the tickets. And then uh, we, as we you know, got there and we got settled in, we understood how the things worked. And then you remember those IC cards you used to get around uh, Japan, Neff? Yeah, I still have mine. Uh, yeah, I think I know where it is. Okay. So we actually took the two IC cards that I had and one that I lent to her, and I tied those to our tickets. So all we had to do to board the bullet train was tap our, tic- uh, our IC cards. Nice. So Things have advanced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I, I was looking at my wall for this printed receipt that you get when you um, – you know, officially check in for your train and stuff, so. Mm. Yeah, I was going to ask, a lot of the stuff that we did back in 2013, that's all been moved to either app, to be, to apps, right? Like, uh, because a lot of stuff I remember getting paper receipts for everything. Right, right. You can still, you still get uh, paper receipts if you go through, like, um, vending machines. We had to go to vending machines a few times. Uh, but there are also online websites and apps that will let you do it. So you can do it whatever way now. But I know that uh, Japanese society, especially now, trying to move away from, well, at least in the last couple of years, trying to move away from face-to-face contact because of COVID, they're trying to uh, find ways to improve things so that you can uh, just do it on your own now without having to check in with anybody. Mm. A little impersonal, but... Unfortunately, it is more efficient. Oh, yeah. Mm. But, 
All right, Bree, uh, what would you say was your favorite part of the whole two weeks? Oh, that's so hard. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, let I, me... I keep on saying, the whole time, I was like, I want to bring everything home, and <laughs> I don't want to leave. <laughs> Remember, I was looking at our my passport, at least, yeah. and it says, you don't have to leave until April 17th. <laughs> Okay. Maybe we can stay later. I did not want to leave. No, it's kind of hard to leave. Um, Go ahead. I did not want to leave. It's just too convenient. Hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Um, And uh, I, I, you at least got that little sticker in your passport that gives you proof, you know. Don't even bring that up. I was disappointed it wasn't a a stamp. Yeah. I thought that they were going to, because it happened to your passport, Nev, when you left, um, they sort of, uh, they they stamped us out. They have have the sticker uh, to go in, and they stamped us out, but they don't do the stamps anymore. Now it's all, you, you scan it, and then... You're through. You scan, they take a picture, and you're through. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, it's a little cleaner, you know, a little less, again, contact. So I'm not surprised, especially now that more and more passports have biometric features. Right. That that weren't there when, you know, we last traveled together mm. back in 2013. Right, right. So, um well, I will tell you, and this is, I think, a good time to um, bring in some little show and tell, if you wish. Um, now, if you're listening to us, this may not make a whole lot of sense because we're going to be showing a picture or two. Uh, but it'll, hopefully, if you're watching, uh, it will give you a sense of uh, what Japan looked like through our eyes, or at least through my eyes um, in the meantime. Uh, the picture behind me, Neff. Uh, that is from Nagoya Station. We were in the Marriott Hotel high above Nagoya Station one night towards the end of the trip. And it was kind of cool to be high up and take a look down at the uh, at the railroad tracks there, you can see, with all those blue lights. Oh, I was wondering what that was. I'm going, yeah, that makes perfect sense for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what makes also perfect sense for me is that I bought a Japanese train simulator right here. Why am I not surprised? And another Japanese train simulator, which I actually have uh, on the PlayStation, but I hardly use the PlayStation more compared to the Switch these days. So I'm like, I'll just get one for the Switch. And uh, then we have this very complicated Japanese horse racing game. That's a whole nother bag of worms. Don't you mean a whole other bag of votes? <laughs> <laughs> har, har, har. But anyway, I will show you... Uh, yes, you can, because the Nintendo Switches are region-free. Which is a good thing, as opposed to, I think, the Wii was not region-free, right? No, it wasn't. The only problem is, with most of the Japanese games, some of them have English in them, like English as an option. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't. So right. my question to you is... Do those games have an English option, or are you going to be brushing up on your Japanese? No, the the winning post, I had to hold up my phone and use DeepL. That was the fastest way to translate everything. 
Ooh. Ouch. But I think I get the gist of it. Um, oh boy, I'll tell I'll tell you a, I'll tell you a story about that uh, later on. I want to show these pictures first. Um, but yes, go right here, everybody, and enjoy the wonderful. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. This is this is a mistake. No, um, this is not a picture from Japan. This is actually a Sarah artwork that's being released this month for Valentine's Day. Oops. <laughs> See? A little bit rusty there, boss. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but actually, I'll, 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 uh, I'll point this out real quick. Um, this is from Brenny, one of the best art, artists we've worked with uh, in quite a while. Uh, and she's known for her late 80s and 90s aesthetic. And this is actually um, an update of the very first artwork that she did um, in uh, two years ago, uh, which is almost the same thing for Valentine's Day. So uh, new artwork, which will be coming later this month. We hope you enjoy it. We have a request to switch mascot emotes, so that's going to happen after I show the pictures here. Uh, let's see. So I want to look for... This will be a little slow, so bear with me. Because I have iCloud tied into my uh, computer. And uh, once I open this, then it has to sort by date. Uh, it wants to sort by file name for some reason, and I don't know why. But... Uh, let's see. Apple products on a Windows machine. Is it going to work well? <laughs> yeah, right. Ugh. Well, here's our favorite uh, scenery, Neff and Brie, uh, Akihabara. Uh, Brie, what were your thoughts about Akihabara? Oh, full of people everywhere. <laughs> um, many maids. Oh, yes. In dark corners, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yes, in in on the main drag and also in dark corners. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. There were a lot of uh, differently dressed mates too. Okay, the way, the way that's described, I'm going, "Oh dear, that could be interesting in many ways." <laughs> yeah, it's the oh dear kind. Yeah. Okay, just to know. <laughs> But um, you'll notice one uh, big difference, Neff, uh, in that picture that I'm sure we brought up on previous shows. Uh-huh. I see it from here, yeah. And what would that be? Uh, there seems to be a certain sign missing. What? At least compared to when we were there. Mm, what sign would that be? That would be the Sega sign, boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that has been replaced now by Gigo because... The company Gigo has taken over all of the Sega arcades in Akihabara. Mm. Yes. Now, did you have a chance to go in to see, you know, how how arcade works now? Oh yes. Uh, I still lost. I think. Uh... <laughs> I tried my. Oh, hmm. I was gonna say. You mean the crane games haven't improved since last you were there? No. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but no, uh, I'll tell you one thing that we did do, and I'm gonna I'm trying to find the picture, because again these are loading up very very slowly. Um, mm, your your internet connection is apparently a, a carrier pigeon. No, I don't know if it also has to do with the fact that we're also live streaming right now. 
But uh, mm. if I uh, no, this 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 might be way too slow. So I think I'm gonna have to pass. Sorry about that, yeah. folks. But uh, well, live and learn. Yeah, I wanted to show more pictures, but they're just not on the computer. If I if I dumped everything onto the computer, it might be a little easier. Mm. Yeah, iCloud is great when you have time. Yeah. Or a great connection. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have both. Ugh. Right. But uh, no, one of the things uh, that we enjoyed was DDR. We did DDR a couple of times in Akihabara. Okay, now you're making me jealous. But then I remember, if I tried DDR, something would probably fall off. <laughs> no, I had to use the beginner mode uh, while Bree was on the, uh, I guess, what, the basic mode. It goes beginner, basic, and then it goes up and up and away from there, right? Yeah. So... I know I know we set new records for both of the uh, machines we ended up playing because I think we played very obscure songs like these machines had all of the DDR songs and I'm talking all of them it, including going back to the original with uh, AM3P Cutie Chaser that sort of thing Okay now that's a blast from the past and kind of frightening actually from, uh, well, DDR was, uh, like, 1999, 2000-ish, right? Yep. Something like that. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, no, we had uh, an amazing time, uh, wonderful people that we saw. Um, let's see, are there any other things that stick out to you, Bree, about the trip? Going to see sumo wrestling live. Oh, yes. We saw the sumo matches over there on day 12. Um, we got uh, we got through a ticket agent uh, seats for the matches. We went with my friend Kenichi, who I've known for as long as uh, I've known Japanese culture, I think. I've known him and his family for maybe like two decades or something like that. But, um, yeah, sumo was amazing to see in person. Uh, the seats were a little tight, so I had to get up and walk around every so often. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it was, uh, it was very powerful just to, to be in there and just to be surrounded by fans and, uh, being able to cheer for our favorite wrestler. Um, in, in next door, I have, uh, the, uh, the sumo towels, some of the sumo towels that we bought with some of our favorite wrestlers on them, including Bree's favorite, Wakataka Kage. Uh, that's the one I sent back to you, right? Yeah, that's the one. Yep. Um, so it was a good tournament. It was won by Takakesho, but we were there when Takakesho actually lost one of his matches to, uh, who did he lose to? Midori Fuji, I believe, right? See, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, it was probably, I think it was Midori Fuji, one of the rank and filers, but, um, Yes, so a wonderful time at Sumo, and then, uh, and, uh, oh, nephew went to, uh, Choco Pro Wrestling all the time he was there, right, because Liz's nephew was there, uh, in Japan up until recently for a semester. Hmm. But, uh, no, after that, we went over to a restaurant where, um, Kenichi's mother made reservations for us, and we had the traditional... 
Sumo Stew, Chonko Nabe. Okay, now I'm trying to remember. Did I have that when I Don't was over there? I think so. No. Okay, so describe for our listeners what that actually is. Yes. So you just uh, throw meat and vegetables into a broth and you heat it up until it's boiling and everything's cooked. That's chankonabe in a nutshell. Rather simple dish. And uh, very fattening, too, especially if you're a sumo wrestler. That's kind of uh, the diet they live off of all the time. I, I was going to say, yeah, you don't want to eat that regularly if you're not planning to, you know, uh, become a sumo wrestler. Because, oh, yes. you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was fun. Um, did a lot of shopping there. Uh, we ran into my favorite place, uh, Yodayabashi, uh, that brand, uh, which is the electronics and gaming store. And uh, I know Bree picked up a lot of things for you. Uh, not Yodo, Yodoyabashi, Yodobashi. It's Yodobashi. There is a Yodoyabashi in Osaka. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Bree, uh, tell us about some of the things you brought home. Some of the things that I brought home, are you asking specifically from there? Oh, or just in general, if you can't remember. Well, I, I didn't really bring back too much. I... More was into the food. I brought lots of cakes and what I thought was candy and Kit Kats back. <laughs> and then I also got like a Mario bag and I I got that Sailor Moon figure. Yes. And a few charms, but that's it, honestly. <laughs> I was more in it for the food. Hmm. I'm just curious, Bree, when you said what I thought was, did you buy something you didn't quite expect uh, at the end of it? Well, at the beginning of the trip, we went to Daiso, mm -hmm. and I'm not really used to going to Daiso's, really. Um, I was looking for, like, hard candies for some of my associates that I work with, and... What I thought was hard candy, which I was suspecting, turned out to be actually uh, cough drops, I think. So, definitely didn't bring those to work. <laughs> well, you could say it's a very unique style of candy that actually makes you feel better. Yeah, I'm not trying to drug my people. <laughs> Gonna ah. go to jail. So that's... Um... That was, uh, yeah, that was uh, one of our first days over there. That's the day we went to Gotokuji, right? Yeah, I think that was the first day. Right. So we went to Gotokuji. Then we went to Shimokitazawa, walked around a little bit. And, uh, yeah, that's the, when we went to uh, Daiso. We went to Uniqlo. Uh, I found a um, nice little um, scarf. And Bree said, here, have it. Um, and then we went to a Wendy's, which was nice to see. And it was, the Wendy's was, of course, nice and quiet. And a lot of people were there just either in mundane conversation or just typing away or just studying or reading and stuff and like that. And then after that, we went back. Uh, I think we went back to the hotel at that point. 
even that day, we did so many things. We went to Shibuya Crossing. Oh, yeah. We went to the Sailor Moon store. Yes. And then later on in the day, we went to the Gashapon department store. Oh, yes. In Ikebukuro. Right? Ikebukuro Gachapon department store, the world's largest Gachapon department store. And, uh, well, let's see. I got all these things that I haven't opened. Oh, dear. So what do you say we get into this? And we'll see if, Brie, if, if you inadvertently left anything, you know? <laughs> I'm just going to ask this question, just because I'm, you know, morbidly curious. How many Gashapon, roughly, did you both end up, you know, buying? Well, let's see. I have, I think, one or two that are loose. And in this bag, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, Ten, eleven. So, like twelve or thirteen of them in here. Okay, and what is the price of a gashapon now? Uh, depending on where you go, anywhere from three hundred to five hundred. Wait, mm. wait, wait. Some of them were two hundred too. Oh, two hundred. Okay. So I, I, I'm just thinking about this as you're as you're running through customs and go and you're telling them how much you bought of what thing and it's just like mm -hmm. that could lead to some questions I think yeah <laughs> so this is one of the uh, the ones I think I got in Kyoto because we had uh, the Maneko gotchas and you know something I think this might be one of the r rare ones because I got the black one. Interesting. Did I show you this, Bree? Yeah, you showed it to me. Oh, okay. I can't remember because so many things. Uh, <laughs> let's see. There's this I haven't opened, and it's apparently still taped. So maybe I should have untaped these before I went on the air. I, I was thinking, or had a sharp object with you to maybe, you know, slice said tape? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got it open. Let's see what we have in here. Wow, oh, the power of nails. Ah, we have the Pikachu right here. The Pikachu. 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 Yep. So it's nice to have that. I remember hitting the Pikachu vending machine. Um, they might have opened no, this. Oh, yes. This I also picked up in Kyoto. This is a little uh, miniature um, park setting here. These are the cherry blossoms uh, running right next to a railroad. Ooh, very nice. That's one of the more unique ones, I think. And then, uh, then we had, uh, I'll go open one more here and see what it's like. Again, these are just totally random. And, uh, let's see. And then I have some boxes here, too, to open up. Uh-oh, boxes. Yep. Uh, so I will, I think we get this open here. Here we go. Oh no, it's taped. It's taped on two sides. That's nice. 
Well, then it probably is something a little heavier. They want to make sure it stayed in, you know, its home. Right, right. Ooh, and what do we have here? Oh! We have... Chibiusa as a princess. If I can get this out. Hmm. Here she is. It's a little strong. I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn this light off real quick. Maybe you can see it better. I was going to say, that's quite a lot of detail for such a little figurine. Yeah, right? It actually came out nice and beautiful. So, so that's a sample of the gotcha. And then uh, we bought uh, a few other things, um, including some stuff that, uh, unfortunately enough, we didn't send with the first package. So the next time I see you or have an opportunity to ship it to you, I will have to send it because we have a Subaru BRZ. Ooh. Remember, remember these, right? Uh-huh. We have a Huracan. Ooh, very nice. And we have uh, an Aventador. Okay, now we're just showing off. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I think there might be one or two gotcha upon in here that are also yours. Mm. So later I'm going to okay. have to uh, open everything. <laughs> But something I am going to do, um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll have to figure out a way to to open these. But um, these are two mystery boxes that I picked up somewhere of uh, a certain anime. Okay, which anime is that? Because I can't see that box. That's a little too tiny for me. Let's see. I hold it up here. Uh. Oh. Um. I don't want to say the horse girl anime because I, can, I know there's a proper title for it, but that's all I can think of. Arr. Uma Musume. Uma Musume. Thank you. Oh, so I have my anime membership card. <laughs> so I have a few of these uh, random boxes. They kind of act like Gashapon. You just get what you find in the box. And uh, I figure I'd open these up too to find out what's inside. Now I'm curious to see if if it if it happens like I, I've seen this happen you know on this side of the pond where store employees will take a look at these boxes figure out you know where the rarest of the rare ones are and you know yoink those mm. to uh, you know let her put them on a certain uh, auction website which I will not name because mm. they don't pay us to. <laughs> oh boy, this is this is this is taped all around the package. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to destroy this box. Oh, I don't want to, but I'll get it open one or the other. Yeah. Where's the hammer? Oh yeah, it's kind of the tape goes all the way around, and the top is glued to. Wow. Oh, they were making sure that nobody could figure out what's inside. Smart. <laughs> See what we got. See what we got here. I got, I think I got the main character. 
I think Ooh. I think I got special week. Yeah. Uh, I have to put it together later, but you can see the disjoint head and the body right over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks kind of like, whoa, that's whoa. <laughs> and then we have, uh, well, I won't open up the second one. Maybe I'll open up this one. Uh, unless, uh, Bree, was this for anybody? That was one of the ones that I bought for Neff. Okay, so Neff, this is yours. Oh, Anya from Spy Family. Or it could be somebody else. The blind box. <laughs> the blind Ooh. That's what I was trying to say all this time, blind box. Oh, there we go. So we bought like it'll be it'll be Bond. <laughs> the dog. And we also bought three of these in the Sailor Moon store, and apparently it's one for me, one for you, and one for Bree. So I gotta send Bree one of these. Mm. <laughs> Let me do the Ume the Umemi switch real quick here. Um, so let me see. Oh, I do have another. I think this is. Uh, I don't know which character this is uh, from uh, from the Umamusume. Mm. It, That's her. I don't, I, I want to say maybe it's Tokaiteo, but I could be wrong. I have to look this one up too. But... That's the one that I won in the claw machine. Oh! Okay, so Bree actually won something in the claw machine. Now, the question is, JR, did you manage to win anything in a claw machine? <laughs> Where do we win this? Uh, somewhere in Akihabara. That's right. Was that the donkey? Mm -mm. That wasn't at the donkey. Okay. That was one of the other stores then. Yeah, it was one of the other stores. Wow. We were going to go to a store that wasn't open until, like, 11 or something. Oh. And so we just went into there. That's right. Uh, Kotobukiya, I think. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Kotobukiya now, uh, well, the hours were shortened. It's now, like, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. or something like that. But uh, hopefully as things... Yeah, hopefully as uh, they lift the you know the COVID recommendations, uh, a lot of these places will go back to normal operating hours. Mm. Now I was going to ask, like as you say, normal operating hours. Did you notice many restrictions, or was was it most of it dialed back or or gone by this time? Hmm. Uh people still wearing masks. Uh, most people will still wearing masks. I, I point out uh, some interesting exceptions, but I don't want to, you know, make anybody upset. <laughs> um, what? Well, I could probably guess. You know, I, I I'm sorry. I could probably guess who wouldn't be wearing masks by now. Mm -hmm. uh, especially because you know, the mass media, etc., are over here, so. Okay. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Um, dividers were in some places, weren't in other places when you ate. Um, 
And Bree, what did you notice? There's hand sanitizer everywhere. Oh yeah. Can't get enough uh, of the hand sanitizer. Checks. But really, I mean, with the temp checks, people were just passing them by, except for at restaurants. Right. Uh, at some restaurants, they were like, okay, put your forehead here, put your wrist here, put your neck here. They, they were measuring all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see. Wrist, neck, forehead, that's fine. Any other place that I'd be going, dinner and a movie first, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no, I know that uh while they were while we were there, they announced the official downgrading of the COVID classification. Uh that's gonna happen May eighth after the holidays over there. And um so they're probably going to eliminate quarantine um, and eliminate uh, the recommendation for masks. There are already reports, uh, news reports, that the Japanese government is going to allow school kids to go maskless for the uh, graduation ceremonies at the end of March. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess if the flu season's been okay this year, maybe that wouldn't be too bad. I mean, yeah, it all depends. Because the problem is, you're still in this in this weird thing, at least over here, where mm-hmm. is it the flu? Is it COVID? We're not sure unless right. we test, right. and we're not testing. So, mm. um, I'm going to actually step in and try to load another picture because I want everybody to see what I thought looked like the best-looking food in our entire trip. And this happened uh, when we were in Ikebukuro. We went to the top of a department store, and I think Bree knows what I'm talking about now. And Maybe. We had uh, this. Well, I had this. You had a, a, the other thing. I think I tried to pull that up, too. But we went to a place called Rainbow Pancake. This was high on Bree's bucket list for Japan. And they are a dessert place that's, uh, that offer these nice, fluffy pancakes. So I had the, um, I, I want to say, the uh, macadamia-style pancakes with the syrup from Quebec, according to the menu, Neff. Hmm. <laughs> and uh the lemon pancakes. Yeah, and the uh the vanilla ice cream there. Um I'll show you the one that uh Bree had if you'll just give me a moment as my computer loads everything. Um we had to actually uh, wait because we kind of went like after the lunch hour. So I'm guessing that's when this place was pretty busy and we, I think we had to wait like 45 minutes, right? Yeah, we did. And we had to struggle a little bit because the English was a little weak. Uh, but uh, let me go over here and show you uh, here. Well, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're, you're telling me and it's like, oh, oh, that looks good. <laughs> oh, that looks good. I think, I think Bree had the winner. So, Bree, tell us what you had. I had the apple and caramel pancakes. So delicious. 
Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> so, uh, yes, it was well worth the wait. Uh, we at the top level of that store. So two good things I'd, I'd say we did in Ikebukuro during, uh, during the entire trip. And uh, I'll see if I can load. Uh, I'll see if uh, the computer will cooperate here in giving me, like, uh, one more option or two more options to give you the food. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, I'll show this one here. So that is the baked mochi, the the dango, I think, right? It's called. Yeah, it's dango. Mm-hmm. So I had the ones with the soy sauce on the right, and uh, Brie had the one with the three colors on the left. Hmm. Very appetizing looking. Mm. So the, we had that. We had that in uh, in Oshima towards the end of the trip. Uh, yeah, we did. And that was a nice uh that was a nice break because uh th there were some instances where we had to kind of stop, you know, rest my hip, rest my ankles especially. My ankles are kind of um acting up a little bit. But um let's see. There is uh there's something else I will show you if I can. Oh, yes. I think this would be a perfect thing to show you. This is also from the day we went to Enoshima. And that would be kind of like Mount Fuji covered with whipped cream. <laughs> I, was gonna, I think I recognize the peak. I was just trying to figure out what was in the foreground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we actually had some very good views of Mount Fuji, including one from the bullet train, which was very nice. Um, so it was nice to see, especially after the snow that came through. Everything was nice and uh, covered uh, with all the white stuff there. So, you know, kind of cool to see all that. Uh, and uh, yeah, I could probably show you some of the recent stuff. Oh, yeah. We had a little run-in uh, with, with, an, with an animal here. So I'll just pull that up real quick. Run-in. Run oh, boy. So this is in Shinjuku, uh, outside the Hotel Grassery, uh, in an area where they heavily promote Godzilla. Well, if you look in the bottom right corner, it says Toho Cinema. So yeah, I could see why <laughs> you know the giant lizard would be there. Yipe! And apparently there is a um, there is a uh, the hotel room that you can book. And the monster's just staring at you right in the face. Okay. I mean, there's obviously a market for that, but I'm going, no. <laughs> I don't want things like that staring me in the face all day. Yep. Or all uh, night. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll show you this because I think this was cool. Uh, this is uh, in the lobby of our hotel uh, in Akihabara because right at the very end of the trip, we stayed in Akihabara. And uh, this, uh, you see the numbers on the floor, got, kind of got that cool tech vibe going, you know? I, I was going to say, it looks like somebody walked through a Tron set and got an idea. <laughs> but yeah, Bree, this was a pretty cool hotel, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty nice. I mean, 
all the hotels we stayed in were pretty nice and convenient. Oh, definitely. Um, I was telling her that this is a brand new hotel. It uh, caters more towards business. Um, they don't. Uh, I'm not sure about their luggage delivery services because when we try to send our luggage from this hotel, they sent us over to the Yamato around the around the corner. Um, so I have to look into that if I want to stay here again. But other than that, this is an amazing hotel. You're right in the heart of Akihabara. You're right next to the train station, and there's little noise. Ah, uh, well, that's nice because I can tell you if you were in a hotel near a train station around these parts, yeah, no, you're gonna hear <laughs> that train. You're gonna feel that train. Oh yeah, um, Bria, I'm able to load up some more pictures. I wanna, I wanna show Neff a picture of some of the snacks you. Uh, favored uh, convenience store snacks, if I may. Is that all right? That's all right. All right. So why don't you tell us what we're looking at here? I think it was a onigiri that was chicken and five spice rice. Mm-hmm. A macaron and a cafe latte. Yes. Uh, Brie was all over the cafe lattes, especially this one. Was this one your favorite? That was my top favorite. Mm. So usually there are some brands that you can only find in uh, certain stores, like the New Days we stayed at. Uh, I think that's they're the only ones that had that one. Uh, by comparison, this is what I had. Uh... Here we go. So what did I have here? I had the uh, strawberry jam sandwich, which is actually two, two small sandwiches filled with a nice big amount of jam in the middle. So I had them individually, but I figured it tastes just as good if you eat them together. Uh, and then we had uh, tofu-wrapped um, onigiri, which is inari. And then, of course, the 100% Tropicana fruit juice. But... I would have to say the apple juice that we had in Japan takes the cake. Remember the Kubri? Well, I like the the cool, but I really like the Natchan. Ooh, the Natchan, yeah, that was good too. They're um, almost the same. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Um I I think we're getting uh I think I'm getting some more photos l loaded now so I can uh try to uh show you some stuff. Oh, yes. Um I think this is one of my favorite pictures from the trip right here. We'll get it right there. That was one that Bree took. And this is at Namba Dotonbori in Osaka, next to the famous Glico Running Man. You look very stately as you stand there beside the Glico <laughs> Running Man. <laughs> There's also I also have a picture of Bree uh, mimicking the pose. Is it okay if I show that? Yeah, that's okay. All right, let me let me find it real quick. I was gonna say, don't leave us hanging here, you know. No, I, remember with, we still with, have with a lead-in like that, you know. 
Let's see here. Uh, I think uh, I think we'll go with this one. Stand by. Up. Oh. There we go. Oh, that's almost a perfect simulation there. <laughs> so. <laughs> No, this uh we had a we had a lot of fun. Um this was the day after the big snow where we um we had to uh kind of alter our plans a little bit. Um but uh see this was our our fi final full day in Kansai when we uh kind of were sprinting around all over the place. But uh I tell you the snowstorm uh, gave us uh, a few uh lovely things to check out. And one of them was uh this place right here that I'm going to try to load up. This is Kinkakuji, the golden uh, temple in Kyoto, uh, of which the upper floors are lined with gold. And as I recall, there are at least a couple of anime that use this particular thing as a sight gag, at least. I think so, yeah. Which ones come to mind? Uh, Setuka Yakonodomo. Mm -hmm. which um, they use it in a way that isn't quite family-friendly. Uh -huh. But, yeah, there are a couple more. Uh, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, but, that, but that's the one that always sticks out because of the, you know, raunchy joke that came with it. <laughs> so, but it's a very uh... beautiful building, and it's like, hmm, something yeah. I'd like to see one day in person. Oh, yeah. It is a little bit of a hike to get there. We actually ended up... Uh... One of the things we ended up actually doing was taking a lot of taxis. And I think, uh, you know, taxis for, like, the short-distance trips were indispensable. I think, Bree, you would agree with that. Yeah, totally worth it. Yeah. Um, I tried to brush up on my uh, on my Japanese a little bit uh, in there. Oh, thank you, uh, Flax, for donating the bits. Appreciate it. Um, but, uh, yes, um, very, very comfortable, easy to take my, uh, take the load off of our feet and everything. Um, I have some more stuff loading now. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll say that this is one of my favorite pictures if I can load this up real quick. So we went to Nara to, uh, one of the, um, uh, the the wood the largest wooden building in the world at Todaiji, which hosts a big Buddha statue, and I just uh, caught uh, this monk uh, wrapping up his prayers. I think this is one of my favorite photos. Hmm. Very nice shot. Yep. Um, and uh, let's see. Um, any any moments that you uh, enjoy the most uh, as far as nature goes, uh, Bree? Well, even before getting to that temple, we were walking through crowds of deer. <laughs> and JR, he decided to buy the deer biscuits. Oh, no. So that, was, that was a great memory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Should we tell him what happened uh, during that or no? Uh, if you want to, you can. Okay. So, 
no. Um, this is... Um, if you're sensitive, you might want to mute us for like a minute or two because this is a Pimp Daddy Moroku moment. Oh, dear. I think I know where this is going. So I'm handing out the crackers and I'm, you know, I'm fully tuned in and zoned into everything that's going on. I must be surrounded by like 10 deer, right, Bree? Probably six. Oh, yeah. Uh, But she's the one that took the video and I'm feeding these crackers um, and... uh, all the deer are enjoying them, and they say that uh, when you run out of crackers, you hold up your hands like this, like you're surrendering, and that tells the deer that you're out of stuff to go away, and they won't bother you. So while I was feeding, um, it came to point that uh, my feeding ended up being a little bit of a distraction because uh, one of the male deer decided to go up, and uh, I think I'm going to stop there. Oh, dear. Literally. <laughs> I was uh, laughing because, like, right when he was getting the biscuits, I saw the sign that said it was mating season. <laughs> like, okay, this is going to get interesting. <laughs> yep. Okay, so you saw the sign. He obviously didn't, is what you're telling us. Yeah, I think he didn't see the sign. <laughs> I didn't see the sign until later. He didn't, he didn't know until later when I showed him the video. <laughs> oh, dear. I was, yeah, like I said, I was totally zoned out. <laughs> you weren't zoned out for No, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't make a friend another deer. <laughs> no, what are you saying? <laughs> oh, that's even better. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. There, he was being headbutted by deer. So. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Anywho, um, oh boy. Uh, so we, I think that was the day we did Nada and then Fushimi before the snow hit. Right? It was literally like like within an hour we got back to the hotel that the snowstorm hit. I mean, it started snowing as we almost arrived to the station. Right. I'm going to see if I can uh, pull up the picture here. Uh, I'm, I think I have a picture of when it was just about to start snowing. So just give me a moment here. And I think I can pull this up. So I want to go here. Yes. So this picture right here, that's when it was about to start snowing, and that was at uh, the entrance to Fushimi. As we're leaving, it Uh, started to snow there. Yeah. And so um, you can see here actually in this shot uh, the uh, tied-up fortune-telling things. Um, And... uh, those are the bad ones that you're supposed to tie up if you get bad luck. Um, I know, Bree, uh, I think you didn't fare so well until, like, the last one we drew, right? I didn't 
farewell until the last two. Okay. So Narita-san and then the one before that, right? Which I forget where it was. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Todaiji. Was it? No, Todaiji was in... That was the same day we went to Fushimi. That was before the snow. Are, are, are you certain it happened there? Okay. I think it was there. Okay. Um, by the way, this is Narita-san. I'll pull up right here. Um, this is a very popular temple. It was actually the first time I've been here. And uh, it is right outside Narita Airport in Narita City. The only reason we went here is because... Uh, we had so much time between when we checked out of the hotel and our flight back uh, home to the West Coast. Um, so we decided to go here. And uh, you can see this is all decorated, actually. Um, because a few days after we left, it was uh, Setsubun, uh, which was the tradition of uh, bean throwing to ward off the evil spirits. So there was a lot of bean throwing a few days after we left. Uh, I believe uh, one of the um, sumo wrestlers, Takayasu, was there to participate. Uh, we also went up inside into the main hall, we, and we peered in as they were starting a uh, a prayer ceremony, too, uh, like a prayer service, which was kind of very nice to see. And uh, and then, of course, it was uh, you know time to go home, and uh, we had some nice food on the plane, very nice food. Um, I want to say, yes, yeah, some of these, oh, I'll show you one of these. This is one of my, um, meals on the plane, actually, which was pancakes. Okay, was that going to or coming back? From? Coming back. Okay, so oh. I'm just, because I'm just trying to think I'm going, odd thing to serve, unless you were supposedly arriving like in the morning. No, actually, uh, it was around like late morning. Um, actually, uh, Bree and I were flying in premium economy on Singapore Airlines. And uh, one of the perks that Singapore Airlines offers if you're in premium economy um, is what they call book the chef. So they will give you like uh, if you order like two to three days ahead, they will give you like an upgraded economy class meal of your choice. Ah, I see. So I had, this was my second meal. My first meal was the uh, Singapore biryani chicken with rice, which was amazing. I, thought, I figured I'd try that because uh, it's a cuisine I've never tried before from Singapore. And then um, I think Brie had uh, the Hamburg steak and the goulash, right? Yeah. So... All that, uh, all that uh, added up to uh, you know wonderful time. Um, the only complaint I had about Singapore Airlines is that my hip kept bumping into the controls for the uh, the in the in seat monitor. So Ooh. I was kind of like, uh, for the most of the flight, I just had to take it out and leave it loose on the floor so I don't I didn't bump into anything. <laughs> So you didn't accidentally turn it on, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm trying to sleep here. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, Bree, what was your favorite flight, if you had to choose one? Well, I think both of the airlines were pretty good. Um, for Jow, I think I like their meals more. 
Mm. But Singapore, they gave us a lot of snacks. Oh, yeah. Either way, it was pretty good flights. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people in that section of the plane. Right. So, even better. Right. Not 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 too cramped or anything and uh yeah, that was the other thing when we flew uh from the from the US to Tokyo Haneda, we flew Japan Airlines. So, that's an airline that I actually flew first class in when I came back from Japan a few years ago. Uh this time I did premium economy with Bree and um wow. Some of the most amazing uh as Bree was saying, some of the most amazing food our our mid-flight meal was the Japan Airlines exclusive cup o udon like cup of noodles but with udon okay that sounds rather interesting yes so what did they tell us they they gave us the they gave us the noodles and they said you know in the typical cup of noodles fashion wait 2 minutes <laughs> and then uh we had the food uh Bree, is there any other aspect of the the food uh, what we had that stood out to you? I know in the Jow flight it was they we got the same food and economy with just a few slight differences. Uh they had that special juice, but even before we even got on the flight, they scared me. Oh, you want to tell them about that? Oh yes, they scared you. They scared Bree because uh well we're leaving out of LAX and uh, we uh, have to go through, like, facial recognition to get onto the plane. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's time for us to board. Yay, we're excited. I go in. I'm fine. Bree gets stopped. And they say, uh -oh. please go back to the check-in desk. I'm like, uh, what am I going to do? I don't want to leave her. They they made me end up waiting in the, off to the side in the... Uh, in the area where you know where you get onto the plane, uh, the gangplank, if you will, and um, and Bree then came back to me and she explained to me that the reason that they had stopped her and forced her to go back was to tell her that the USB port in her seat was not working. Okay. They give her a free heart attack for a, a defective USB port. Well, <laughs> points for being honest. Yeah. But deduct points for trying to, you know, accidentally scare free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Whoopsie. <laughs> but, uh, and then uh, coming back was fun, wasn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> Gosh. Uh yeah, we go through security and... This is... Uh, let me interrupt you real quick. So this is going... Okay. Le leaving Tokyo Narita and flying back to L.A. All right, go ahead. We're going through security and people are trying to push ahead, right? So some people will get ahead of me in between me and JR. And uh, in the midst of all this... I put my purse down. I have my uh -oh. passport in my hand. I go downstairs. We get through customs. And I realize I don't have my purse. That was a big, like, whoo, meltdown. 
moment there. Never done before. Internationally, first time. Yep. Like, great. And so... But... Hmm. After the third time of them checking and waiting for, like, 30 minutes, they find my purse. Untouched. And they bring it back to me. <laughs> I, I was going to say, whatever luck you had that day, you you managed to use it all to perfection. Yeah, for somebody that doesn't have luck, and JR has all the luck. <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> well, because I kept drawing I all like, the good luck slips. Thank, thank goodness I have him here with me. Because if I didn't, I would have never seen that bag again. Like, oh, great. I got to cancel all my cards. Nope. I'm good. So. I'm good. It was. Well, there you go. It was. Uh, yeah. When she when she said it was a meltdown for both of us, we weren't kidding. And, uh, you know, I was trying to, you know, cheer up and all the stuff. And like, all right. So let's see what happens. And then. If uh, if we still don't have it by the time it's time to board, then you know we'll we'll try to get in touch with the states. I'll turn on my Wi-Fi or my data, and we'll get in touch with the states. Everybody, we need to tell. Let's go back uh, after we use the bathroom. Oh, okay, and there it is. And one of the security agents who works upstairs actually physically brought it in a in a little container, and uh, they wouldn't let us go right away because they wanted to make. They wanted her to make sure that nothing was missing from the bag. And then she had to sign the paperwork saying that she received it. So, Well, considering it's, you know, uh, you know a, a purse like that, I'm going, yeah, I'd be careful, too, if I was the airline or the airport in this case. Yeah. So um, kudos to everybody at Narita Airport who helped us out um, that fateful afternoon. Um and uh, it just gives me, and I'm sure it does to Bree, uh, and maybe to you guys listening and watching, all sorts of, um, all sorts of uh, wonderful feelings about Japanese culture, because this is one of the things that they teach, uh, service, and uh, a lot of things get lost. Uh, I've had a few things get lost, and they've all been found in all of my Japan trips. Um, there was just one occasion where I lost something that wasn't much of value. But other than that, yes, H however long it took, we got everything back and uh, we're able to have a safe flight uh, back to L.A. And then we just crashed in the L.A. hotel next to the airport and uh, we had Chick-fil-A delivered. We had Carl's Jr. delivered. So I think that uh, helped us out to, to kind of fight off the jet lag. Well, okay, I'm going, yeah, American fast food after a long flight. I don't know about a lot, but... We wanted in and out The nearest in and out was like about a, like a 20 to 30-minute walk away. I don't know if you wanted to do that walk. And apparently in and out uh, doesn't deliver. They don't contract with the, uh, uh, the food delivery people for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, some restaurants take the take the stand that they're not going to, you know, use these services because the services, of course, want their cut as well. Right. 
But yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So uh so Neff, do you have any other questions for Bree and I about uh what we did or how things went? You know what? This has been an, uh, an, a rather informative hour or some such. I think we've gone a little over, but it's like this, this, this makes me want to go back. Hmm. I just have to figure out, you know, I know what I want to do. I just have to figure out how to do it. Right, right. right. That, that, that's, that's the thing because, I mean, you, you know, Akihabara is definitely one thing I want to hit. Mm-hmm. But then there are the Japanese automotive museums. Oh, yes. That's what I want to hit. Mm. Because... Of course, I've said this before. The Japanese auto industry went a completely different direction. Mm-hmm. And yet, as things have gone along, they've sort of gotten dragged, kicking and screaming, mm-hmm. into you know the global auto market. It's, it'd be interesting to see the progression. Oh, yeah. Um, I will tell you, Neff, um, in the uh, Department of Accessibility, uh, mm-hmm. at least in the major cities... Um, They've done a fantastic job improving uh, accessibility for people who have disabilities. Um, and uh, you are going to find a lot more, es- well, elevators especially. A lot of elevators now at the major stations, you can get to whatever platform. And I saw them always being used. Elevators are always busy. Um, and also they built slopes up to help people so they don't have to climb stairs or whatnot. So I think uh I think you're going to be just fine. Uh some of the uh even some of the um tourist attractions like um Kiyomizu. Kiyomizu, we didn't realize until after we visited, oh, there is um there's a sloped um neighborhood street that you can go up and down to access uh instead of having to finish to climb on stairs. So we actually did that on the way back down. And night and day, Neff, night and day, you take the stairs full of tourists. You walk down on the slope, nada. Mm. And it was so nice and quiet down there. It was just, it was like a Zen moment. Speaking of tourists and things, I just realized, I remember, I saw the photos. So you went to the Ghibli Museum. Yes. How was that? Because I know I went well, I went back there with you in 2013, and I'm curious to see, has anything changed since last we were there? Um, pretty much the same. Okay. Um, well, recently they just reopened the ticketing to foreign uh, visitors. Um, when we ordered the tickets before, we weren't able to order them. We have to go with Mystic, so we went with Mystic. Um, mm. And... Um, so um, I want to say that the crowds, you know, lining up might have been a little bit smaller. And they, um, once you got in, um, you can just free roam. They, they didn't regulate the flow like they, you know, other places used to in, in COVID times. Um, they had the theater. They played another um, Ghibli Museum exclusive movie, which was fun. Uh, what was that about, Bree? Do you remember? A boy and another boy who was a rabbit fighting over a cane or an umbrella. That somebody had dr- dropped and ended up being like an like an elderly uh, r- uh, woman rabbit or something, right? Yeah. 
And they ended up being rewarded for returning it. Mm. So, nice, cute movie. Um, very and uh, museum, uh, you know, pretty crowded inside because they regulate uh, they regulate the times you can come in, but once you're in, you can stay until whenever you're done. Mm. So, um, they they redid a, f a few of the Ghibli stores. Um, they have a new play area for the kids. They have a new uh, upper level that he, if you're willing to climb stairs. They have, uh, oh, man, they have a character up there, like the Steel Robot. What 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 movie is that from? Do you remember? Castle in the Sky. Castle in the Sky, right? That's right. So that was cool to see up there, a little bit of a quiet area. Uh, we ended up getting... Um, nice food on the way back to the train station because of um the uh the cafe there was kind of mobbed with people so it would have been nice to check that out but you know it was a long wait so mm. but um but yeah um i tell you something it's uh, like i said uh you'd have a blast uh, getting around places i think uh, with uh, a lot of improvements. A lot of the improvements, I would have to say, are because of... Um, they ended up doing them for Tokyo 2020 Olympics, which eventually they did with no spectators. But at least they built for their future by making a lot more places accessible um, around the major cities. Well, it's nice to know because, like I say, it, I do want to go back there. I mean, this is one of those things where it's on the bucket list to go back, mm -hmm. you know, and a few other things I didn't get to get, get the chance to see the last time I was there. Mm -hmm. So definitely, you know, things to keep in mind. All right. Now, I don't think I'll take the trip the way you did because I like going on only one flight. It's a straight, straight flight. Well, for you, it's easy. <laughs> well, yeah, for me, it's easy. But it's like after having done now one flight where I had a connection. Right. No, thanks. I, I, I like straight flights. Right. Uh, just because of, uh, you know, we had to meet somewhere and the, how we're going to pay for the flights, um, Los Angeles seemed to be the better option, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, there, if there's no other choice, yeah, connecting flights are fine. It's just like going, oh, yeah, connecting flights. Oh, yeah, you have to wait. Oh, yeah, you might have to wait like 12 hours to your next flight. <laughs> But, uh, Bree, this has been fun uh, reminiscing about our trip. Any Anything else you'd like to say? I can't wait until I go back. Me neither. My trip number six, I don't know when that's going to happen. I would love for it to happen this year. It probably won't. <laughs> but maybe, maybe aim for when the weather is a little nicer. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, and there was something else, uh, Neff, that happened while I was away. Um, mm -hmm. Do you recall when I did some Kickstarters for some plushies? Yes. Okay. So I got a notification that Sugar Plumps is on her way. Remember Sugar Plumps from Little Inferno? Okay, yeah. <laughs> but the most important uh -oh. thing is what I have here right now, and hopefully something that we will get to here maybe in about uh, five or ten minutes because there's one other topic that I want to talk to you guys about. But this character just showed up. 
That's what. Okay. They actually merchandised that particular character. <laughs> the boss, the demented water bottle. What? Yep. So, M. Bubs is the character. So that's the Jackbox game we're going to be playing hopefully in a few minutes. Odd job. We'll do probably one round of that and see how that goes. I was wondering why that particular game, and I was going, what could the connection be? And I'm going, now I know. <laughs> but um, before we uh, sign off, Neff, there is one more important thing, because um, a lot of football happened uh, while Bri and I were away, and now mm. we're down to the final two. So... What are your predictions for Sunday? Well, since there won't be a meteor strike that takes out both teams, <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to say it'll probably be the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I just have this feeling mm -hmm. because they went through a series of adver adverse events and just kept going and going and going. And I honestly don't know if Mahomes and company can adapt to the Philadelphia style, which is basically – we're going to stomp you, then we're going to stomp you, and then we're going to see if you're still breathing, mm -hmm. and then we're going to stomp you again. So, you're you're on the uh, you're on the uh, Fly Eagles Fly bandwagon, huh? Well, again, only because you know Kansas City, what they've done to Buffalo before. The enemy of my enemy is my friend, mm. <laughs> and I say it's going to be a touchdown difference. It'll go down to the fourth quarter. This will not be a blowout game. I can almost, I will, I will lay folding money on that. Mm -hmm. This will be a close game, mm -hmm. but I think it will be at least a seven-point difference by the time the final gun goes. Yeah, um, I, uh, I, I'm probably going to have to agree with you. I think uh, Pat Mahomes is still on the top of his game, but I think Philadelphia all around is just too too hard to beat. I think. Yeah, you see, the thing is, I mean. Philadelphia is such a complete machine right now. And when you've watched Kansas City, you've watched them have these little niggles. Mm -hmm. They're not big niggles. But in a Super Bowl, we're facing an opponent who's basically steamrolled their way to get there. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm going, you have one little niggle, you're done. Yeah. You're, f <laughs> you know, it, it's going to be fun, you know watching this game and potentially watching the commercials and seeing, you know, the State Farm commercials where it is the Kansas City staff and their Tom Fuller, and I'm going, yeah, good thing you're on a plane because you're about to crash. <laughs> but, um, Bree, are you paying attention to that at all? Do you, have a, do you have a team that you like or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> No worries, no worries. Another wonderful thing we can do uh, on the evening of the big game is eat. So we have uh, Tostitos. I'm waiting on some groceries to show up to in the mail. So Now, I, I, I do want to do a quick mini rant. All-Star Games. Pro Bowl. Oh. All-Star Game. Yikes and yikes. I mean, okay, points for trying. And I know why you do them. Most of the to you know appease your sponsors, <laughs> but I'm going. Both of these had moments where I'm going. 
I don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> but you should stop. Yeah. And rewind and try something else. Hmm. I mean, the fact that they, for example, the NHL has now said, okay, we're going to Toronto next year. I'm going either they are completely out of ideas or they're going to blow our socks off. That, that's, the only, <laughs> that's the only two outcomes. Wow. And that's for the Pro Bowl. I expected more with Peyton and Eli as the head coaches, quote-unquote. Yeah. Although I will say this. If you actually watch that game and you watch the end of it, Peyton either played it up or really was mad that the AFC did not get that final crack at trying to score. <laughs> because when you saw him walk off that field, if there wasn't a thundering cloud over his head, spitting lightning bolts, <laughs> like just he was not a happy camper. So, okay, maybe with some tweaks, but oof. Now, I, I, the best part was mm. the best part was there was betting pushed on the Canadian broadcast. For the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I'm going, why on earth would you push any sort of gambling on what amounts to an exhibition game? That makes no logical sense to me. I'm a, I, I'm, I'd rather bet on the CFL for that matter. <laughs> well, at least the CFL's a real contest. <laughs> that was nothing resembling real football. Oh, yeah. Flag football, you know. And the best part was, they say, oh, we did it to reduce injuries. Except one of the players did get injured, dislocated his big toe. <laughs> Ouch! Playing flag football, it's just like I I watched. Next. I think like a fir the first few minutes, and then I changed the channel. I went to NASCAR at the LA Coliseum. I think that was more interesting. I was going to say you changed the channel to a nature program. <laughs> Well, uh, so now we have our picks, and hopefully uh, maybe next time we do the podcast, uh, we'll do a full recap of the game that cannot be named. We always make this joke every year how SB in Arizona um, yeah, it, it cannot be referred to by its full name. Yeah, unless you pay the NFL scads of money, which, final note, uh, the – Carrier for NFL Game Pass in Canada, DAZN, apparently ponied up for 10 years. Oh. Hold on to the right. Wow. I'm going, you, you ponied up for 10 years, and you managed to outbid, you know, Rogers and Bell. You must have put down some serious coin to keep, to keep the rights for that long mm -hmm. and get those two to go, no, we're out. Mm -hmm. We're not going to touch this. Uh, we got uh, you stick with Dazen, and uh, we go to YouTube, I think, right? Isn't YouTube picking up the Sunday ticket? Yeah, YouTube is picking up Sunday ticket, but everybody says, oh, it'll be cheaper. I'm going, not what I saw. <laughs> what I saw, it's still 300 bucks a year. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, ouch. Yeah. Now, to be fair, when we last had NFL Game Pass in Canada, it was 300 bucks a year <laughs> before DAZN took over. And DAZN yeah. is starting to creep up there, so mm -hmm. it's like, mm, we're getting there slowly. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, something I can't, uh, I, I probably can't afford, and I work on Sundays anyway, so it doesn't make sense. <laughs> mm. And speaking of streaming, MLS got picked up by Apple TV. Oh, 
And I wondered about that because in Canada, mm -hmm. the Canadian teams were all covered by TSN mm -hmm. up until now. I found out that TSN got nerfed so hard that they only get one Canadian team a week, and they don't even get to choose. Apple tells them which one they get. Wow. So they might get so the I worst teams. Having, well, or the worst matchups. So I'm going, I guess I have no choice, and I did pony up for Apple TV for the MLS pro, uh, mm. package for the year. Because I'm like, if I want to watch TFC or football, uh, Club Football Montreal or, right. uh, you know, the Vancouver Whitecaps, I'm like, well, I want to be able to watch, not hope that TSN just happened to get the rights that week. Yeah. For that game. It's like, woof. <laughs> We'll see how things pony up. Uh, I think we want to get to try to get to at least one round of uh, odd job here tonight. But uh, Neff, we now can debut the new questions or comments because we are finally able to add. Uh, not only were we able to add the YouTube icon, but we were also able to add your words. So please, Neff, in your words. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this podcast or any of our streams, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or check us out on social media. Go to linktree.com forward slash anime radio and there you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter account, our Instagram account, our uh, Discord server, and our YouTube channel at, anime, at Extreme Anime Radio. Oh, and if you want to see archived versions of this uh, podcast, go to anchor.fm forward slash anime radio or your favorite podcasting platform. So once again, uh, for those of you listening to the podcast tonight, if you were not able to uh, uh, enjoy all these um, videos of, or photos of Japan, um, please go to Spotify video or Twitch video, also YouTube uh, the the YouTube uh, video should be up, hopefully today's February eighth. So either on the evening of the ninth or the tenth, uh, the YouTube video will be up for you to watch there. Um, and uh, yes, enjoy the big game. Enjoy Valentine's Day. We had that sneak peek at the um, Sarah art. There's more artwork and possibly another cosplay in the works for Valentine's. So uh, we hope to update you guys on that in the coming days. Uh, Bree, anything final you'd like to say before we sign off? No, just have a good night, and thanks for listening to us about our Japan trip. Yes, we had a wonderful time, and uh, thank you, Bree, for everything you've done to make this trip um, a blast for me, and thanks again to you for helping us tell our story tonight no problem and thank you for not getting us lost <laughs> uh, no worries no worries i will uh i will start planning for the next trip but in the meantime we will see you next time for the xar podcast for brie and for neff i'm jr thank you for watching and listening watching Thank you for watching and listening. And remember, keep on looking out for the Extreme Radio Twitch streams and don't forget to check our archive podcasts at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Good night, everybody. And next time we meet, JR's tongue will be untied. <laughs> Thank you. We will see you next time. Watching. Wow. I, I seem to be making up more and more words in the English dictionary all the time, huh?
I was going to say, wait a minute here. Did you swallow an English dictionary and it kind of, you know, came out the wrong way? <laughs> <laughs> well, 